You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, producer Darren here. Have you heard? Cindy Stewart has a new book. It's called New Moves of God. This book will open your spiritual eyes to see what God is doing so you can position yourself to be part of one of the most significant invasions of world culture in kingdom history. It will empower you to step into God's moves as he releases new anointings and new assignments that will far surpass your wildest imaginations. If you're a listener of her podcast, I'm sure that caught your attention. You can get your hands on that book right now. Just visit cindy-stewart.com or check out the link in the description or show notes. Again, that's cindy-stewart.com. Cindy Stewart podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. So this afternoon, while I was just sitting there praying, uh, I looked down, what was an afternoon? I guess it's evening. I looked down, it was 555. I'm like, okay, Lord, so what do you have with 555? And Isaiah 55, I'm just going to read a portion of it, but I feel like part of this is one of the things that God is doing right now. Um, Isaiah 55, 5, but I'm going to start in 3. It says, incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and a commander for the people. And this is the word I felt like the Lord had for us tonight. Surely you'll call a nation you do not know. And nations who do not know you shall run to you. Shall run to you. So I, I want us to, and it says, because of the Lord, uh, your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. So I'm just going to ask you guys to stand. We're going to just start praying a little bit in the spirit, but I feel like God is calling us to call a nation. And, you know, it may be our own nation, but uh, it says that when we call the nation that we, that uh, you do not know, the nation who do not know you shall run to you. And it is a time where the people are running to God and they're looking for people who know God in order to be able to encounter God and help us to see. We were laughing. Gene was telling some funny stories about when he was in college and apparently he had a big Afro. So let me just talk about you, Gene. Let me just share all the personal things you told me about yourself. Big Afro platform shoes and they are just they had this revival i can't wait to get pictures now i gotta i'm gonna have to pictures high live stream let me tell you about my pastor gene uh but anyhow they had this revival breakout in his college and he gave a prophetic word that there was going to re- be a revival that happened in the chapel and everybody need to come. And so throughout the, the campus, they started telling everybody there's a revival breaking out. Everybody needs to come. Everybody needs to come. And a revival broke out. 
And everybody started coming. He said, some got so convicted by the Holy Spirit, they're crying. And some were crying so hard they left because they couldn't stand the power of the Spirit. And that's what, that is what we're stewarding right now, is this outpouring that's happening. And we're watching on Ashbury. We're watching on Lee University. We're watching across the nation. Uh, one of the big universities, Karen was just telling me, in California. And um, that has just caught on fire with with the pouring out of God. So, and the pouring out of God is here. It's here tonight. It's here to meet us where we are. It's here to do what He has planned for us. And whatever it is, we know it's going to be good. And it always is. And we never know. But what we know is God is good, right? So let's just pray for a few minutes. Let's just uh, just worship the Lord, God. We just thank you. We've come for you. We are here for you. And I know that you're pouring out in a lot of different ways all over the world. And God, we just thank, the, thank you that you're pouring out in this house in the way that you have planned. That is your very best for us. And God, as we seek you, as we call to a nation we don't know, and it comes running to us. God, we thank you that there is a harvest that is just unfolding before our eyes. And uh, it was like Jody said the other day that uh, the harvest is desperate, that you don't even have to fight for the harvest. It's just waiting to be picked. So God, just thank you that you have imparted a fire in us that is just burning uh, to take the world for you, Lord. And so, Lord, we just worship you this afternoon. We just thank you, God. We love you, Lord. We are hungry for you. We are desperate for the more that you have for us. And Lord, we're just, we're here, we're expectant, and we just can't wait to step into the more that you have that's going to be just outpouring over us that moves us into that next place with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Just welcome you, Lord. Hey. Just press into his presence tonight. Hey. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Oh, we exalt you, Jesus. Come and have your way. Come and have your way. Hey. Come and have your way. Come and have your
declare that today. We will see your goodness in the land we're living in. We will see your goodness in this city, God. We will see your goodness in this nation, Father. We thank you that you're just getting started. (laughs) You're just getting started. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your love
Sing your song.
his easel set up and he was painting I experienced probably one of the most powerful encounters I've had with the Lord since I've been at the gathering right there where he's standing I'm still able to stand uh, I, I almost wanted to lay hands on him but I'm afraid I'd mess him up but uh, I was looking I, I kind of knew ahead of time to a certain degree what he was going to be painting and uh, and as I studied it now that I was even it's even more clear now first I thought this was a man on his knees praying but I noticed he's not on his knees he's in a crouching position and as I got to thinking about that the Lord reminded me Kings. Seven times he said, go again. 
And when it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as a small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. You know the rest of that story. But I've always been struck about the, when he prophesied what was going to happen. You know, he told his servant, this is what I need you to do. And then the waiting, and he said it seven times. If he had to send him 21 or 100 times, I'm sure he would have said it. But it says that he bowed down and put his face between his knees. He was assuming a birthing position. You see, the, the prophet of God was carrying something. He knew. What do we call what do we call that thing with uh, ladies when you when you want to see the baby? Sonogram. He had a he had a Holy Ghost sonogram. He saw, he knew before anybody else could see it, he saw a storm coming. I mean, before he, he said, tell he said, tell Ahab, you better get yourself out home. You better, you better get something in you and go. You better put your running shoes on and you better get back to where you need to go because you're you're about to be overtaken by a by a storm. another scripture I can find it Isaiah 66 verse 7 says before she was in labor she gave birth before her pain came she delivered a male, a male child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. If you've read the book of Hebrews, you know who Zion is, don't you? It's not, it's not just a mountain top over in Israel. It is a nation. It is a people. It, 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 it is the church of the living God. It is the, it is the, it is the habitation of God in the spirit. He said, as soon as I travail. In Zechariah 10. says, ask of the Lord, rain, in the time of the latter rain, and he will make bright clouds. And he will send the rain, and every man will have grass in the field, every man. don't know 
how this business at Asbury got started. But it, it, it really started before February. It even started before 1970 when they had the other outpouring. It even started before 1950 when they had another outpouring. But there was a circuit-riding Methodist preacher by the name of Asbury who in a time of, 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 of great uh, hardship traveled hundreds and hundreds and thousands of miles on horseback preaching the gospel. He was a, he, he was a prodigy of, 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 of Wesley. And he, and he birthed churches and birthed souls into the kingdom of God and birthed the Methodist movement that I pray they go back to it. Something happened that the man Asbury left a legacy in Wilmore, Kentucky. But I'm going to tell you something. What's happening in Wilmore, Kentucky is happening in college campuses all over this nation right now. It's spreading. It's spreading. It's a Holy Ghost pandemic. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there'll be no social distancing in this pandemic. I can tell you that. There'll be no wearing of masks. Oh, glory to God. For there is an infection of the kingdom of God that's breaking forth in this nation. I'm not going to give this too early because I know Pastor Cindy and I talked about this. We're going to, we're going to be addressing this matter of revival for the gathering very soon. But you know that we've got coming up very soon a, a, a time of fasting. That starts, starts next weekend. And I want to challenge you. I know there's probably many things you're praying for, but I want to challenge you to ask the Lord to plant within you a revival. More than a revival, an outpouring. More than an outpouring. An awakening and a shaking of, shaking of this region. This is not just for the gathering. But it's but but I, I I'm just telling you, we're in that season. We're in that time. He said, ask for the Lord, ask of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. I could go more and more on this, but I'm telling you, I I I I've I've been carrying this thing for a number of years, but it's kind of like it went dormant. I was almost, you know, sometimes had to do a, a check, or is there still a heartbeat? This week, last weekend, I don't know, but something a little blonde-headed gal from uh, from Australia was carrying got all over me. Oh! And my brother, what you've been carrying. that you visited they are about to erupt for I'm 
taking off the capstone off the wells. Keep travailing. Keep your head between your knees. For I'm about to bring forth a travail for you that you've never known before, says the Lord. believing to have kids, but I think he's about to have one. And, and, and I was looking at you and I heard the word midwife. You're going to have to help this man give birth. Oh man. And it's going to be messy. So Father God, I just release Father God the travail once again. Once again. And I say to you, my brother, push, push with all of your might. Inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale of my glory and of my spirit. For I am about to bring forth through you something that is about to come forth very soon. And it's already, and there's already many that have been birthing this throughout the land. And you are one more that I've called. Chuck always tells us on prophetic night, don't don't uh, prophesy procreates. I prophesied one. Amen. I'll ask I'll ask forgiveness later. But I ain't asking for permission. I'm telling you, there, there is a spirit of conception. And I'm not talking about nine months of a birth. I'm talking, I'm talking about within weeks. Get ready. How many of you are going to participate in this fast coming up? Okay. I, I don't know what you're asking the Lord for, but I, 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 I would ask you to consider. Said, Lord, I'm ready to carry what you want to birth. Be it unto me according to your word, Lord. So, Father, I release, Lord, on your servants and your handmaidens this night a spirit of travail, Lord God, that the Holy Ghost would overshadow each and every one, Lord, during this time, Father God. And, Lord, deposit within us. Some of you are already carrying the deposit. You thought it was stillborn. I'm just telling you, God's breathing off that spiritual wound once again. Oh, hallelujah. 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 And, Pastor Cindy, I, I, you and I have never had a conversation about this in specifically, just in general. But I seen you guys back at the, your previous church. I just seen this in the spirit. And God put something in you during that time that you thought was going to birth there.
was singing this, the words came forth, and I said, you, it's time. It's time. This is your season. I know you've been through a bunch of them, but this one's different. This one's different. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And even as your head is between your knees, <laughs> we're going to be looking for the cloud. We're going to be looking for the cloud. Oh, shut up. Hallelujah. I'm not saying we're going to have the same thing as Barry's having because I believe God has something very specific that he wants to do here. But I will say this. There are some things that I know that are happening that happened at Asbury that I believe God's doing here. Number one, he's created the hunger. He's created the hunger. And, and Asbury has been a sign. It is a sign of, what, of the season that we're in. And I'm telling you, Florida is going to see a rainy season like they've never seen before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's no coincidence that just a few days before this conference last weekend, we had a pipe burst and water filling this place up, just like my wife saw in a prophetic dream. Oh, hallelujah. And I thought, I thought, well, that's 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 all fine and dandy. She didn't have to come lead up to this. But I'm gonna tell you something. That was a sign of what God's about to do in the spirit in this place. And I'm already looking up and I'm seeing leaks. I'm seeing leaks. I'm seeing water stains in the ceiling. And I'm seeing some drips. And I'm seeing, oh, shakabola banababo sanaki. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we won't be able to clean this one up. Oh, son of I. Son of I. Let it rain, Lord. Let it rain, Lord. Let it rain, Lord God, in Tartan Springs. Let it rain, Father God, in Pinellas County and Pasco County. In Tampa Bay, Father. In Central Florida. Throughout the state, Father God. Oh, because God, we are living in the day where we're going to see the knowledge of the glory of the Lord cover the earth, even as the waters cover the sea. And so, Father God, we just say to you, let it rain, God. Let it rain. Lord God, in the time of the latter rain, we ask of you rain, Father God. We ask of you rain, Father God, because there's a harvest that's depending on it, Lord. There's a billion soul harvest that's depending on it. There's a harvest in this region that's depending on Oh, I don't know how many soul winners we got in here or people that aspire to be soul winners, but you are about I'm just telling you, you better gird up your loins. You're going to get busy because there's a harvest about to be reaped in this region because the harvest rains. The harvest rains are here. Get ready. Father God, we thank you for the rain. We thank you for the rain. Yes. Yeah.
I had a new experience on Sunday morning during worship. And the anointing was uh, just so tangible in the room. I mean, I joked I wasn't sure if I was going to run or roll or jump. Um, I knew that uh, there was a bubbling from my belly. Uh, you know, I understand and I've operated the gifts of the Spirit. But I just, I felt the bubbling of the, the anointing of the message of the tongues, but the interpretation never came. I kept feeling it was going to bubble up, but it never came on Sunday during the service. But on Monday morning, before we jumped into the prayer call, just by myself, uh, the things that he began to declare, and those that have been on those prayer calls this week, I mean, it has been a deeper intensity. Like nations being born, that we've been travailing now for two years. Literally, there, I mean, just the shift that I mean, even on Monday morning, I mean, I felt the cloud of glory roll into the room, and I knew other people at 6:30 in the morning across the Tampa Bay area were experiencing the same thing. And so I've, I've been asking the Lord. I mean, why was there a delay in the interpretation for me? And, the, you know, and then just he, he took me deeper through the many different versions. And so I have been pounding on heaven's door with declarations from Hebrews 6. Now is the time for us to progress beyond the basic message of Christ. and advance into perfection. Oh. The foundation has already been laid for us to build upon. One, turning away from our dead works to embrace faith in God. Embracing whatever he wants to do his timing. I mean, Jody hit on this, just, you know, the answer that God's looking for right now is more, more. The answer is everything that I have experienced, everything that I know, everything that I read, the greater works. If the last couple of weeks, uh, Gina had gotten me Rick Joyner's book on the apostolic ministry. And I haven't made it past the vision that in this great awakening, our children, elementary children, will be anointed because I've told you before, God showed me years ago, in this awakening, there will be no unused hands from the oldest to the youngest. Everybody, everyone, everyone, and Rick said that in this vision, the kids from the school walked up to the outside of the hospital building 
And they laid hands on the building and began to declare, and the anointing from the children flowed in. It didn't just heal the people in the beds. It healed the people working there with things that they had been dealing with, with diabetes and high blood pressure. Whatever needed to be done in that building, the children had the breaker anointing. So as we turn away from our dead works to embrace faith in God, it means that we don't have to wait until they can drive a car. We don't have to wait until they've come to the fulfillment. And what's happening at Asbury and what Dutch Seats had said a few weeks ago when we were listening to, he's like, in this movement, they're not going to look like what we expect. They're not going to sound like it because the very presence of God is going to fix and deliver and it's going to be messy because revival is messy. So this foundation in Hebrews 6 chapter, uh, chapter 6 turning away from dead works to embrace faith in God. The next thing is teaching about different baptisms. And then when you jump in that, you know, I mean, I've, I've been a lover of the fire. I've run after it. If it wasn't strange, if it was what I ran after it with everything I had in me. But then I was like, when you start searching the New Testament, you realize there are seven baptisms. I'm like, I've, le I've been left out on some of these. The New Testament has seven baptisms, the baptism of fire, because it burns out. It refines the silver and the gold are his, because as we, as we lay ourselves down and say, give me more, Burn out everything that's my identity. Burn out everything that's Matt that would get in the way, that would try to push your hand away, that would that would even stubbornly press against the nudging of the Holy Spirit, the gentle nudging. That's what the fire does, is it burns all that away. And then all the things that try to treat us like puppets, it burns away all those strings and ropes so that there's nothing that we're moving, but we live, we move in Him. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so I pray that as we gather, we bat, we're asking the Holy Spirit, baptize me like you never have. Give me new experiences that you baptize me to know you more and more in the revelations of who you are and what you've called us to be. So my walk with you doesn't look like what I think it's supposed to. My walk with you doesn't look like it did yesterday. So baptize me, oh Holy Ghost. Let the scales fall from my eyes to see. Now this one will wreck you because it's the baptism of suffering. Remember the word the Lord gave me at the beginning of the year is 
to be broken for his worship and honor, just as the alabaster box. And the sufferings, the sufferings are the things that we've grown accustomed to, the things we're comfortable with, the things that that appease us and satisfy us and even sometimes numb us. How many people do we walk past throughout the day that this awakening is going to shake them to where I'm telling you at the gas station and the grocery store, people are literally going to come up to you because the Holy Spirit is going to be so profound on you. And you can't say, well, I'm not a soul winner. I don't lay hands on people. I don't know the scriptures. You're a carrier of his presence. And the suffering is that you're birthing, you're birthing, you're birthing which means we get over ourselves and beyond ourselves. The baptism into the cloud, where sometimes he takes us up. He says, I want to show you where I'm taking you. I'm not going to show you how I'm going to get you there. I'm just going to say, look out there from this vantage point like the eagle, and you can see from the clouds where I'm taking you. Because when you get down on the ground again, it's going to be every place that your foot treads, I've given it to you. That even the walls of obstruction, the walls of, of, of tradition, the walls of limitation, for just as he was with Moses, just as he was Josh with Joshua, so will he be with you. Because you'll see from the vantage point of the clouds as the eagle. And you'll know, doesn't matter how I'm going to get there. Doesn't matter what happens at the fork at the road or where he tells me I'm going. That's the vantage point of being baptized in that cloud of his glory. That you're so enraptured and desiring his presence. You're like, I don't, I don't want to come out of this closet. I don't, I don't want to eat. I don't want to do anything. Because the cloud of his presence is the point where you won't even be able to stand. The baptism into Moses. <laughs> that yes, you may not see the glow that you carry, but people will know that you have been in the presence of the Lord. That you walk with a different light. Because that's the thing is right now, this is a revival. It's a, as I've, I said last year, it's a revolution. It's a revolution of light. Because where you walk, where the Lord takes you, where he sends you, I've said it many times, the rats and the cockroaches will run for the shadows. But you are a carrier of his light. And so just as Moses spent time in his presence seeking his face, knowing his voice, even that the Lord came down to commune with him as a man and a friend would. You shall be known as a friend of God. 
baptism of repentance. I mean, that's... Last few days, I've been like, I'm sorry, God, that I just, that I said no or not yet or not now or how or when. Forgive me for allowing myself to get in the way of someone's repentance, someone's deliverance, someone's healing. Forgive me, Lord, for my time mattering so much in the hurry of the day. Because I know when I was in the muck and the mire with the pigs, when I was the prodigal that was so lost, So, Father, I just I release those baptisms even now on my brothers and sisters. Whatever resonated with them, let them get back to their homes throughout this week as we enter this season of fasting to seek out what baptism am I seeking or am I desiring? What is it that is that deeper level? there's the impartation by the laying on of hands and the scripture continues the resurrection of the dead strange and unusual miracles I've prophesied this over Pastor Cindy but I'm telling you strange and unusual miracles will be at the work of the Lord by your hands It's not going to just be even fingers that grow. I'm telling you profound and amazing things that are going to be creative miracles because of what you carry. So that even, yes, the dead, the dead shall rise. In 2015, one of my first prophetic understandings and I thought this was going to happen during COVID is whatever wave of sickness or death that the enemy or the you know the deep state whatever they think that they can depopulate the world and the the hospitals will be overwhelmed and the very ambulance drivers will bring the people to the doors of the church that is the anointing that we're stepping into where the hospitals are overrun, where the hospitals don't have the answer, people will show up at the church because of what you carry. So verse 3 is the one that, I mean, Jody just preached all about it, but it's, so with Yahweh's enablement, we will move on to deeper truths. Because deeper will be our eternity with him. I mean, forever and ever, he will be revealing himself layer by layer. And it'll never grow old. It'll never, never run out. Because that is just the facets of the multitude of who he is. But while we're on this earth, it's easy for us. Just as the prophet Ezekiel is like, you know, when you get to the river, we can go in ankle deep. We can go knee deep. We can go waist deep. 
I always say, Lord, I want to go snorkeling with you. I want my feet not to be able to touch the ground. Because when my feet are on the ground, I'm resting on my own abilities, on my own safety, my own control. But when I'm out deeper with you, Lord, I just flow in the river. And so I release over my brothers and sisters this, the profoundness is we are stepping into and beyond the basic message of Jesus, the basic script of have you been saved? We are stepping beyond that and we are building on the foundation that we've been praying into, that we've been listening over these weeks, months, and years preparing us for such a time as this. For 2023, this is a year of freedom. We shall be free. So Father, I just, I'm in awe and wonder. that you have orchestrated and weaved our lives together so that we lean on each other, that we lean not as we understand, but we acknowledge you with each other that whatever you're calling us to in this awakening, we're not going to keep safe. We're not going to keep within the bounds. We're not going to think about the way it's always been done. Our heart's cry is more, more for your glory, more for your honor, more, Lord, so that not one person that each of us encounters will say that they slipped away into an oblivion, but they'll be able to say, I have surely seen and experience the presence of God. For this is a place where we carry his presence because we're lovers of his presence. So I bless and anoint them, Lord God. Hallelujah. Deeper. Enable us, O Yahweh, to step beyond the safety the shoreline to go deeper with you.
take us deeper pull us closer in your presence is where we belong take me deeper pull me closer in your presence is where I This is where I belong. 
Lord has been speaking to me all week about holiness. And every time I watch anything about the Asbury Revival, in the backdrop, it says holiness unto the Lord. And I've just realized that that's intentional, that that's there, and that's in the focus of everything that's been being shown. And there's a scripture in Exodus 28, 36, and it specifically says to engrave a plate of pure gold, like a signet with holiness to the Lord. And I just think there's a huge component of this revival and this movement of all of us becoming holy and holy to the Lord. And that just means getting rid of everything that's unholy, which we all have. And that's just a huge, huge concept. And again, it's just being shown all over the world, holiness unto the Lord with that backdrop. That's such a good word, holiness. And uh, I would encourage you to go back and listen to what was shared tonight. Um, it's on our website. It's audio. You can watch it on YouTube video. But I feel like it just carries such a weightiness of where God has us right now. So I just want to encourage you to go back and listen to this. And while I was sitting there, um, the Psalms that came to me, and I'm going to close with this. And you're welcome to sit here um uh, until you're not. <laughs> Chuck sets that barrier. Chuck sets that barrier. <laughs> but uh, the Psalms, that is Psalm 63, and uh, that really is our cry, our heart's cry right now is, oh God, you are my God. And earnestly we seek you. Our body thirsts for you. Our flesh longs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and glory. Because of your love and kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus, I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I rejoice. I rejoice. My soul follows closely behind you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek my life to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for the jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God, and everyone who swears by him shall glory. But but the mouth of those who speak lies shall be stopped. So, God, we just earnestly seek you, and we stay up on the shadow of your wings, and those who come against us will be destroyed. And, God, you are exalting your people to be the beacon of lights before uh, the city, that uh, even as Matt spoke, that, that we're just going to be stopped because we carry that uh, baptism of Moses that carries the glory 
power that just uh, uh, pours out of us, God. So, God, we have just declared the more over our lives. We've declared that we're in agreement for your call on our lives right now. And whatever needs to happen, whatever needs to be sacrificed, whatever needs to be broken, God, we're just saying, do it, do it, do it, because we want to be that holy, holy, holy display of your glory and that we're going to see our nation bow down and declare you as our God. We're going to see the unrighteous fall and the righteousness rise. We're going to see a wave of the new believers come in and the old believers to disciple them up. God, you're going to move things in uh, in a moment, in a second, where you're going to pour in revelation to advance them. What took us 10 years, will take them one year. So God, we just thank you for the acceleration that is occurring right now. God, we thank you that there is a warrior spirit rising up in us. God, we thank you that we will not stand by and let your name be profaned in any way, that we're just the carriers of your glory, and we will strike down and destroy anything that sets its mind up against you, Lord. So God, we just thank you for the authority and the power that has been released in us, the fire that's being stirred in us. And God, we thank you for the assignment that's been handed to us. And Lord, I just declare dreams in the night. I declare revelation of callings in the night. I declare that when we wake in the morning, there will be a new wonder, a wonder, a wonder of you. And God, I'm just declaring sickness to die. I'm declaring uh, health to be alive. I'm declaring a perfect health zone in this house, and I'm declaring everyone listening will be healed in Jesus' name. God, we're just releasing these miracles, these signs and wonders over us, and Lord, we will not relent until your will is done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Woo! Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.